The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. We vibe too hard. (laughs) So, we're doing something special and different this week. We will be cooking out of the illustrious Sky Fairies Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives cookbook. Specifically this week, the American Chop Suey recipe from Red Arrow Diner on 61 Lowell Street. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. I think we're gonna be cooking out of a lot of chef cookbooks now. So if you guys yeah. have any chefs recipes books you want us to try out, check out. You know. Yeah, we want to try more chefs recipes. I think we're interested in getting. Yeah, getting into that. Also, seeing what the Rock is cooking yeah. out there. So Guy Fieri plays a big role in our relationship. Also, in your life. Huge, huge. You should tell that story. My first first appearance, old, my first appearance, actually, the first time I was in a film or a show was as an extra in The Water Boy. But my first time on a television show Incredible. was Guy Fieri's Ultimate Recipe Showdown. And Guy Fieri actually was the one that came up to me and was like, yo, you got chops. And he like pounded me mad times with mad rings and was like, yo, you should fucking open a restaurant. And like about three weeks later, five weeks later, I did. So, shouts to Guy Fieri. Very meaningful in my life. Also, one of our first dates yes. was with Guy Fieri. In Boston. In Boston at the Encore. Yeah. And so. we, we went to dinner and we went out and we poured tequila all over everyone. Sprayed Guy, Guy Fieri, Fieri tequila incredible. everywhere. He signed a bobblehead for me. I was very starstruck. We'll have to insert Natasha's foot pics that she took with Guy Fieri. Yeah, before there was back. a separate bedrooms logo, there was just my foot <laughs> in photos with Guy Fieri. And he just like looks at my foot and he's like, bitch, But what? we're really burying the lead. The baby has arrived. The baby is downstairs. We had the baby. We had so, the baby. as you're watching this podcast, this podcast, okay, we're filming this September 12th. My due date was September 11th. Yep. We had scheduled to film this episode last Friday. Yes. You were shopping I for the ingredients. I was shopping at Trader for Joe's. For American Chop Suey. For American Chop Suey ingredients. And I was walking through Trader Joe's, and I started feeling things. And... People tell you what labor feels like, but they never tell you what labor feels like. They're like, hmm, could feel like cramps. It could feel like period cramps. Whatever. I thought I might have diarrhea. I was like, maybe I had too much coffee. I don't know. And so I came home and I started telling everyone, like, I think I'm in labor. I was honestly a little embarrassed to you tell you the truth. You texted me from Trader Joe's and you were I was like, like, yo, little, I think I'm going to labor. I was a little embarrassed. I was with my mom at Trader Joe's and she was looking at me and she was like, are you okay? Because typically when you go to Trader Joe's, it's such a fun experience. I'm always, like, looking for new stuff. Like, they have, like, the different... They're like helpful. A, yeah, like it's there's seasonal. a lot of They'll always have a new thing. Like, there's a, the ube season. There's whatever. And I was like, "You are you okay? You're just, like, not into this at all. And I was like, I'm kind of embarrassed. Like, I think <laughs> I'm in labor. <laughs> and I was like, I just didn't want to be the person who, like, 
had the false labor. I didn't want to like rile everyone up yeah. and get the day all fucked up. Like Eddie had so many meetings that day. My mom was here. I was like, if I tell somebody and this is not real, I feel like I'm going to get everyone so excited and they're going to like stop their day. And what if it's not? But we got back to the house. It got just like more aggressive throughout the day. I was definitely in labor. Everyone... I will tell you, I knew you were in labor because you did not complain the entire pregnancy about like the contractions, the fake, the Braxton Hicks. Yeah, is that the what Braxton it's called? Hicks, yeah. You would never like bug out. There was no, you know, calling wolf. There was no yeah. panic. So when you were like, yo, I think so, I'm like, it's game time. Yeah. It's game time. I think I was in a little bit of denial too because once it starts, like something in your brain, you just know, you're like, I'm in this crazy race now to the finish line and this finishes one way with a baby coming out of me. It's it just, was crazy. It's just crazy. Like, you know that the whole time you're pregnant, of course. But when you're doing it, it's very different. It's almost primal. Your body, like, takes over. And you have to just let it go. You have to just surrender in the moment. And also your training. I have to say, man, like, I didn't really understand what the hell she was doing for nine months. Like, <laughs> training. And she'd, like, snap at me sometimes if I'd be, like recommending some food that's like just gonna make us rot on the couch and she was always like I'm gonna go for a hike I'm gonna go for a walk I'm training I'm like what do you what do you mean training but like this woman yeah. pushed this baby out so fast and it was like when we got home you'd been in labor I think you went into labor at two o'clock yes it was about yeah, two o'clock it was about two o'clock I got home probably like three yeah. Because I did still go to Sephora and pick up skincare because I was like, I'm not pushing this baby out without a moisturizer, bitch. Like, I need that Tatcha. Um, so I went to Sephora and just, like, powered through. Like, felt like I was dying in Sephora. But came home. We called the doula. Yup. And I was like, hey, I think I'm in labor. Everyone tells you your doula, your doctor. Everyone tells you your first baby. It's a marathon. You could be in labor for 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours. There's women that have labored for four days. So... And I have to say, this doula was at another <laughs> delivery. All right? So we call this yeah, doula. which Doula's is normal. Which she's, is normal. She's, well, she's in demand. She's a good doula. She's in demand. She's, she's busy. In, she's booked she's, and busy. Yo, I, I, have a different, I have a slightly different opinion about the doula's advice. Because... The doula, we told her, we we're like, yo, she's in labor and you started to keep track of the time between contractions. Yes. And she was like, yo, I'm a, you're early. I'm going to go home. I'm going to eat food, shower, change. And I'm like, I get that. I get it. Yeah. But I was like, yo, her contractions were between a minute and a half and three minutes apart for about. No, they were, they were three to five. Three to five? Point. Yeah, it was three to five at that point. I feel like doing, you're covering for the doula. But I'm not cool. covering for her, but that's I was cool. doing that's like cool. I was doing three to five minutes apart, and they were like 45 seconds each. And for me, it just progressed from that point extraordinarily fast. Yeah. Because I do feel like if that's where you're at in your in your contractions and in your labor, you have time. Like for I understood. Even Dr. Rad was like, okay, yeah. like there's time. He didn't realize yeah. he he ended up like coming to the hospital in his pajamas. But yes. Everyone thought there was so much time because it's my first baby, because of the contractions, because it was like 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. was just... I will say I knew there was not that much time. Because <laughs> I was watching you and I was like, yo, this, she's in pain. I didn't know. I thought that maybe I was just... My pain tolerance is very low, that I was maybe just not... 
I had expectations that I had a high pain tolerance and that I would be okay Here, and I would, like, the I would be quote. able to body this. But I was like, man, like nobody, people tell you. And I was like, this is some shit though. This, this is, is not what I was expecting. I think it's just the frequency at which my contractions started happening. If they were happening seven minutes apart, 10 minutes apart, I could have done it all day. Full disclosure, I think I was just also tight with the doula because we were going into like active labor and she was like, hey, do you mind if I use your car charger? Do you mind like moving your car? I was like, yo, you should have fucking charged your goddamn car before you can. I don't have fucking time for this shit. Well, it's high stress, high pressure. It was high stress. Was I'm high literally stress. going through a checklist with my mom on like an Excel spreadsheet. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, the candles. My, I'm like, my maternity underwear, like get yeah, my pajamas, like yeah. they're over here, like packing my bag last minute because I straight up was at the doctor's the night before. Your and... mom at one point turned to me and goes, Eddie, we need 24 AA batteries and 16 <laughs> AAAs. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, if you don't want to get them, I can go get them. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, Yo, we can call DoorDash. Because everyone tells you they're like, when you're, like the shit that you pack in your bag for labor is hilarious now that I've been through it. Unless you're getting induced or like you're scheduling a C-section or something, like don't fucking bother with the flameless candles. Yeah. Okay, like setting the ambiance in your room, the flameless candles, the playlist, the this, the that. Like we got there, there was no time to set up a fucking flameless candle. No. I was under fluorescent lights because I got there. I was pushing when I got there. My body, like, and they don't tell you this either. The pushing, you don't have control over it. Yo, like, again though, you're, you're, she's, she's saving the doula here. So the doula comes. Okay, and we'll, backtrack, sudden, we'll backtrack, we'll backtrack. The, the doula goes, oh look, your contractions are now not three to five minutes, they're seven minutes in between contractions. That's because your doula's here and your body's relaxing now and you're not stressed. We're so early Which in this process. Which makes sense. Of course I relaxed when the professional came. You know what I mean? Like no, I'm a hypochondriac. I have a different theory about this. I really feel what, what do you happened. Do you think that I'm just like... Here's I, the thing. It's like, you know when you're like... Because I was watching you. She was laying down trying to thug it out with these contractions. <laughs> really was. And focusing. And then when the doula came, the doula's talking to her. You're like thinking about other things. So you're not yeah. as in tune with your body. It's no, just that's like true. when someone comes over, you're just like, oh, you perk up. And like things that you would feel quietly alone on a bed... You're yeah. not feeling in the presence no, of someone else. No, for sure. Because I, I said that to her too. I was like, we had been watching my best friend's wedding for, yeah. I don't know how long, it was a 90-minute movie. So yeah. for 90 minutes, I, I was in the bath, we got on the bed, and I was we were watching my best friend's wedding. And through that, I was okay. It was funny. Like, you were making jokes. Every time I was in between a contraction, you feel euphoric. You feel great. Like, you yeah. don't feel any pain between them. So, like, there would be, I'm laughing at the movie, I'm having a good time. And when she got there, I remember her telling her, I was like, now that we're talking, I feel so much better. Like, yeah. now that I'm sitting and talking, it's taking my mind off of it. Yeah. And she did say that. She was like, distraction is a huge part of labor. So that's that what's true. happening. She was like, I that told you that weeks ago that, you know, part of this is distracting yourself and acting like everything's normal and just going about your day. So here's what I will say then. So the contract, that all happened. We have a, and, and... I disagreed with the analysis. And the doula was like, you're so early in this. We have so much time. Go sleep. Everybody sleep. Everybody relax. Yeah. We're all good. And maybe 45 minutes later, we laid down to watch Planet Earth, David Attenborough. Because yeah. I was like, David Attenborough Very will calm a bitch down. For like, sure. Super sure. calming, super like family vibe. So I was like, let's David Attenborough it up. 
45 minutes into an episode of Planet Earth, I just see you crying. Yeah. Just tears streaming down and shaking <laughs> yes. like this cry. I'm like, yo, 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 yo. I told this fucking doula. Yeah. So I run upstairs. I'm like, yo, she's shaking. And she goes, oh, she's transitioning to the next phase. I was like, I know this. Like, yeah. I, I read the order of operations online. And like, yeah. it was about... From the minute I told the doula, we were in the car within 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Because once she checked on you, she even knew, like, oh, it's go time. Well, she came downstairs. So I had been laying in bed, and I had, like, a pillow between my legs, and just TMI, there's, they tell, like, your mucus plug breaks, right? Which is just, like, a little bit of fluid comes out of you, and that's not your water. And everyone told me, your water breaking is very rare. That doesn't, that rarely happens. So I'm laying in bed and I get up when the doula comes back down after he got her and she was like, I want you to go to the bathroom and put a finger inside you and tell me what you feel. And at this point, I'm like in so much pain. I'm shaking. She's like, no, it's good that you're shaking. I'm literally shaking. I'm like freaking out at this point. I'm like, am I having a panic attack or is this normal? And so I go to the bathroom and I'm like, oh my God, my water broke. There's just like water everywhere. And I was like, fuck at this point I can feel my body like pushing it's just a reflex that takes over and I think in my case I just progressed very quickly this isn't normal I don't think that that's normally how fast things go but so she's like put a finger inside and I'm like I'm putting a finger inside of me and she's like what do you feel and I'm like I don't know like I don't the void I was like I don't know what I'm (laughs) supposed to feel like it doesn't feel normal it feels very like swollen and so I, like, she's, like, literally just picking out clothes from my closet. She's, like, where, where are your sweatpants? Like, do you have a dress? Do you have? I was, like, I don't care. Like, just give me something to wear. We get in the car. And you know when, like, actually, I have no idea how to even explain this. I literally couldn't sit. I, like, was, like, holding I was, like, bracing myself in the car. And the whole time, it was an 18-minute drive to the hospital. I remember looking at the GPS. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. The, this baby, like the pressure, my body was pushing him out. You started and yelling about five minutes. We, we got about halfway down the canyon. Yeah. And you started yelling, he's coming. Yeah. He's coming. And it was so funny. Because it was like, you know, like when you're panicked, you just try to use every language you can. And you go, he's coming. <laughs> you can point like, bitch, I know I where he's coming out I of. Literally like, don't I literally even, don't even remember this. I just remember you were playing. We made a birthing playlist. Yeah. And it's like, we made it funny. I did play funny. Dipset, I'm ready. I yeah. played, I'm ready. Rick Ross, push it. And when it got to Fabulous, Fabulous Breathe, breathe I got you were pissed so pissed off. I was like, this is pissing me off now. And so we pull up to the hospital. He like, you, there, there was like red lights at some, at one point yeah. you started stopping at the fucking red lights. And I was like, you need to go. I was like, yeah. this is the, I was like, I don't care if you get a ticket. I don't care if we get pulled over. They can deal with it yeah. at the valet. Like we need to go. Then I just ran all the shits. Yeah. So like, yo, ran... have, big shout out to Porsche Taycan. Honestly, yeah. incredible vehicle. If you're driving your wife to the hospital. Got us down the hill quick. Really highly recommend the Porsche Taycan. Um, so got to the hospital. If you're a doula, I highly recommend charging your goddamn car before you come to somebody's house who's in active labor. 
here. Because <laughs> her Whatever. husband may just be too ornery to put your car on the fucking charger. Yeah, you, you were having a bit of like an attitude. And I was like, you need to chill the fuck out because it's stressing me out. Like, you can't be beefing with the doula. professional. Yeah. Just a professional. Yeah, and I'm just like literally trying to eat like chicken and rice. Everyone's like, have a meal. I'm like, okay. Like, in so much pain. And I'm over here. You really should have charged your car before you came over here. So we get to the hospital. I'm literally, I don't even know what's going on. We're like, they walk you through the emergency waiting room. And I was like, you can't, I was like, don't leave me here. I'm going to start screaming. I'm going to push a baby out in front of a bunch of people in a waiting room. So at this point, I'm like telling them, I'm like, no, no, no. It's, I'm not checking in. You need to just get the fucking room ready and you can check me in later. We go upstairs to labor and delivery. At this, this point- This is how fast we went. I, dr I drove the car in the fucking valet. I just give the key. I'm like, yo, whatever it is, homie. And then I grabbed five bags out of the car because you were like I didn't the even most know. prepared person to ever go into labor. But I didn't even know that you were behind me. Yeah. While we were on the wheelchair. Yeah. Up the I didn't even know you were there, let alone I didn't, you had the bag. Because I just told the, the, the nurse in the front of the emergency room, I was like, She's going and she's pushing, she's baby's coming, and she got the wheelchair, got you in. I grabbed all the bags and just started running with you. And I looked back and your mom was still arranging her purse in the car. And I was like, Paula, it's too late. I'll see you fucking after. And we just went in the elevator. Yeah. And so we get up there. We get into a room. We can never do anything just chill. Like, it's never fucking chill. It's never chill. normal. It's never, like, a chill experience. We get into the room and I'm like, I like rip my clothes off. I also, don't I was know. bugging out because it was room number four, and I was just like, "Yeah, very superstitious." But my mom said it's cool. My mom said it's cool. I get on the table, and they look at me, and this—the way this works, women know, I'm sure, but men might not know. You can be one to ten centimeters dilated. And what that basically means is like how much the baby is like re like if you're 10 centimeters dilated you're all the way ready to push if you're one centimeter dilated you're not yeah. you're not even starting labor you got on the table and they just said nine and everyone's face just started going yeah, and i was like oh nine's out. big that's a big number they were like yeah you're you're ready to push and so and i was like my body is pushing i can't help it and they asked me if i wanted the epidural they were like technically you have time you can get an epidural whenever but you're already pushing, so... And at that point, I was blacked out. You I were think. blacked out. You started going, you were laying, you go, somebody just make the decision. And I was like, I, was like, I don't know. Door. I was like, I literally don't know. What would you guys do? Like, you're the professionals. Like, if I'm already pushing, do I just continue to push? Like, what's going on? And we're calling my doctor, and they're like, you don't have time. Like, you need to get here. He shows up in his pajamas. He's literally running <laughs> through the hospital in his pajamas. He's like, I'm here. And then he got there, and I think, honestly, to me, time was sped up and slowed down simultaneously. It made no sense. I might as well have entered a black hole. And I think within, like, 10 pushes, the baby was here. It was fucking insane. Eddie literally was, like, eyes on the scenario the entire time, like... There was three people. My my legs are open here. There's three people, and Eddie was one of them. And I was so impressed. I was just like, damn, like, you're good. You were in it. You were, like, talking to me. You were coaching me. You're like, push. And I was just like, was you're... Fun. I, was I, like, I did not time. expect that.
I even had time to turn to the doctor and go, do you concur? Like, catch me if you can. Yeah, you straight up, like, (laughs) you were Leo in Catch Me If You Can. We're going to send all the photos. We're going to include the Dr. Ed photos, the Dr. Rad photos. Mm -hmm. Shouts to our doula. She was actually phenomenal in the emergency room. I highly recommend. She was incredible. I would not have been able to get through it without her. The way that she coached me through pushing, the way that she just had me focus and breathe, because it really is something else that takes over you when you're in that moment, especially if you don't have meds, if you've never done this before, and it happens that fast, she held the fort down for us. She did a great job. I will give this doula immense credit in a few aspects. Her coaching of the pushing was incredible. Like she- Yeah, her preparing us for birth. Yeah, and her like, she was like feeding you ice to like help you chill out. Yeah, she had like a cold compress on me. Yeah. Once it was game time, it was fly, you know? Once her car got charged up, she was phenomenal. Well, I think it was just high stress for everybody. Yeah. If I were to have another child, this would be my team for sure. I wouldn't change anyone. I would keep everyone. And yeah, I hope you wouldn't change the husband. No, I wouldn't at all. You were amazing. Thank you, baby. Like you really were amazing. I've seen videos of dads like passing out, not even not even watching, just being in the room and passing out. And you were like, you caught the baby. Yeah. You like took him out of me and handed him to me, and I was just like, it was game time. Shit. But yeah, now baby's here, and it's like the most incredible thing I've ever experienced in my life. I'm so in love, and like I could cry thinking about it. Like he's downstairs, and I miss him. It was the most athletic shit I've seen. This woman pushed a baby so out much. in 55 minutes with no epidural. I was like, I've never, the Knicks have never done anything this good. You're right. They like, haven't. I watched the Knicks for like 40 years. Never seen anything this athletic from the Knicks. Women are just incredible. Yeah. Like, shout out to women in general. Athletically. That shit is wild. Like, it is so humbling and it really shakes you to your core. I think about it now that it's over. Like, I'll just, like, be awake in bed or whatever. And I'm like, that is just... It's crazy business. The craziest thing. That so, could ever happen. Can I talk about this dish for two seconds? Absolutely. Okay? This, this Get dish... Into it. I, uh, what's it called? I, 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 I freaked out only two things, all right? It said to stir fry the onions, the peppers, the garlic, and the meat all together. I didn't do that. I stir fried the onions, the peppers, the garlic together, set it on the side, then did the meat so the meat oh. juices run dry and they don't get picked up by the aromatics because i don't like when like soggy beef juice is all up in the onions that's the only change i made um they also told us to put this tomato paste in this is very very tomatoey i don't know if i would make something this tomatoey but we'll see like guy fairy could really fucking surprise us because it is it is guy Guy fairy he doesn't miss he truly doesn't miss you know contrary to what the new york times said about guy fairy's Times square restaurants for me, he doesn't miss. Yeah. You know, but... He really does his thing, especially, I feel like, with this type of food, this is his pocket. This is his pocket. And, and meeting him in person, he's one of the funniest, like, he's really just a good fucking time. Yeah. Like, you would think that some of the other, like, chefs on TV are bigger party boys. I think Guy Fieri is... Guy Fieri and Emeril is probably the number one 
chefs that I would want to party with. Emerald surprises. Like, I don't know if he is a huge party guy, but it would surprise me if he was. Guy, I feel I'm getting what I expected. Yeah. I'm like, you, yeah, you can party. Yeah. Yeah. A lot he of cocaine, a lot of tequila, a lot of just fucking fist bumps. Yeah. Yeah. Like, best he just brings vibe. good energy. He's like, a good, he's on, he's a good time, he's Yuck. happy. It's like fun to be around his energy. He, I love Guy Fieri. Sure. I met Emeril on uh, Top Chef New Orleans, and that dude, he's just, Emeril's ill. Yeah. He's just like an OG, very, very fun to be around. I'm yeah. a huge Emerald fan. I feel like he just, he is the best at what he does. Like TV chef vibes. Yeah. Like there's no one better to watch. He just is nope. entertaining. Emerald's I can watch him cook anything. Dude. You first, Emerald second. Thank you, baby. I would like to watch you I appreciate you that. More. I appreciate that. <laughs> but, but yeah, baby. Wait, wait, we've had a baby for what, four days now? Five days? Four full days. Because Incredible. he came at two in the morning. So Incredible. Four full days. It's crazy. I mean, I there's nothing I can say besides it's the best thing that I've ever done, and this is the most fun I've ever had. And I'm like so happy. It's insane. I didn't think I could be this happy. Like everything is so fun to me. I like love LA now. We were driving from our pediatrician appointment, and I was looking around, and I'm like, this place is beautiful. It's amazing here. Like, let's go (laughs) sit somewhere. It's stunning. What a beautiful day. We don't regret telling Charlotte Dubuc to have a baby at all. No, Charlotte, please have a baby. Like, I love LA. I'm so excited. The sun comes out, and I'm like, oh, an amazing time. It's stunning here. Incredible. Incredible. What a lovely place, Los Angeles. What do you think? Like, do you think, um, and I guess it's really only been four days, and I don't know how I would even answer this question, but do you think this has changed you already at all? Because I feel like it has changed me, and I, but I don't know how to articulate it yet. Okay. It's just a deep... I would like, like to, I really would like to know... Yeah, sorry, sorry to, to talk over you. Like, I would love to know how you feel changed. I just feel, like, so much purpose. Like, there's just nothing I wouldn't do for this baby. Yeah. And everything is fun to me. I'm, like, having the best time. And I I just feel like I... It's not about me anymore. I think it's that shift. It's selflessness versus selfishness. Mm. Like, maybe I would have cared that... I Like, I'm missing out on something. I just don't feel that at all anymore. Like, there's literally nothing that I could be missing out on that is more interesting or important to me ever in the world. I'm going to respond to this because I love what you just said. Mm-hmm. I'm about to butter this pasta like I saw Ralph Cifaretto do on The Sopranos. When you make pasta and you, you got red you sauce, have to butter it. do the Ralph Cifaretto, butter up that pasta. I love butter you know? pasta. <clears throat> uh, I, I, would, I really have... In, I, was, I really mean it when I say it was first the most athletic thing I've seen, but like... It has been really ill to watch your arc as a person mm-hmm. and an individual from the day on New Year's when we found out you were pregnant. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, you were literally out till... Like, I passed out at, like, 2 a.m. that night. Yeah. And you stayed out till, like, 4.35. Which I never do. And I did because my New Year's resolution was to, like, be more social and, like, yeah. give L.A. more of a chance and, like, really try. And so that was, like, the first time I went out and, like, partied in L.A. Yeah. 
and, and then came home and found out I was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'll say this is that, you know, I'm 41 and yeah. I chose to move to LA and my work is here. And, you know, I got homies here. It's not New York, you know. Yeah. But I have felt bad for a while because you moved out here for me. And let's be honest, it's a struggle for both of us. Mm-hmm. This is a really different mode of socializing, of being for all the reasons we've complained about yeah. this city and the way it is and, you know, the social strata. But I will say for me, it has been very, very satisfying. Like, it makes me happy to mm-hmm. see... Because I came to LA because I was like, this is a better place to have a family. Yeah. And so I've thought about it for several years. Yeah. And then... You came in, I don't know if you were in the same spot. Mm-hmm. And then over the course of the nine months, like we've arrived. But when I watched you do it, I didn't really have time to be excited. Yeah. I didn't cry. I wasn't scared. I was like, I have a job to do, so mm-hmm. I got to do this. But yeah. as soon as it happened, my internal vibe, the best example of it is like when a football player scores a touchdown and it's just like, on one knee, like not yeah. even being funny. It's just like not, not the celebratory like dance. It's just like the yeah. There was no like spiking of the ball. Like mm-hmm. there's that that boy in me kind of left the building because mm-hmm. watching you deliver the baby, you'll there. It looked like alien shit, and yeah. you looked like you were in so much pain and you were fighting through. And all I could think about was how grateful I was for you. And how humbled I was mm-hmm. by nature. Yeah, and it is very humbling. This is truly a gift that, like, I will be thankful my entire life existence for. Yeah, and same. That's the way I think I've changed. It's like, you know, certain little things. I think for a large part of my life, I've been distracted by how people move. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, that, why are you doing that? That's not fair. This is weird. That's whack. You know yeah. what? And honestly, since the baby's come, it's not that I don't have time to like stare at Instagram and dislike everything. Mm-hmm. I'm more just like, yo, we all move the way we move. Mm-hmm. Our lessons come when they come. And like, there are very universal things about life. Yes. Like that's the thing about the baby thing. I'm just like, yo, I don't care if I don't feel this need to explain or tell people shit anymore. I'm just like, yo, you'll see it when you see it. Yeah. This undeniable shit. There's definitely, I feel more present and grounded because I'm just, there's no distractions. And this could just be that it's the first four days of parenthood for me. (laughs) And I'm like just feeding, rocking, changing diapers, doing that on repeat. Um, but yeah, I'm so present. I'm not distracted. I'm not thinking about other things. I'm not scrolling my phone. I'm not doing any of that. I'm like in the moment, in my body, trying to soak in. Oh my God, that smells amazing. Trying to soak in every minute of him being this size because it changes so fast. He's already, like, it's four days and I'm like, he's bigger. He's changed. Like, I can see his face is changing. Like, yeah. It's just crazy. It's it's going to go fast. Yeah. And like, I'm just grateful, humble, appreciative. And if you told me even three years ago that I would be 
doing a podcast with my wife that mm-hmm. masquerades as a cooking show, but is actually about like our journey together mm-hmm. and this baby journey, like parenting. Like, who knew I would do like a parenting podcast? I know. But like, Same. it's what matters in life. Like, all y'all cool motherfuckers out there, I'm just telling you, this is this is the important shit. This is the fulfilling shit. Like, go out there, have the fucking fun, do all the things, be the greatest at whatever you want to be the greatest at. But just remember, like, come home. Like, you got to come home. You got, like, you don't have to have kids, but, like, yeah, whatever your family. Like, great, you know, makes you grateful and humble. Yeah, I agree. Family's important. However, you do family. Yeah. You know, there's a million ways to do it. Yeah. But it is transformative for sure. And I think it's just. It's going to be cool. Like, we're so, this is so new for us. I'm so excited to see how it all progresses and, like, the journey we go on. And yeah. And just, I'll like, caveat, month to month, yeah. you know? I'll caveat this for anyone who, like, can't have kids, doesn't want to have kids, whatever. Like, throw everything we say out the window. This, this just applies to us. It applies to our lives in this pod. Yeah. But, like, We've whatever. wanted this, though, for a really long time. Like, we've wanted a family and yeah. kids. So, for us, it's something we've sought out. This is what we sought out. Whatever makes you feel whole and feel like family, do that shit. For sure. That's that's what I would say, you know? And uh, without any further ado, Kai Fieri's American Chop Suey. Yes. <laughs> Let's get into it. Yeah. I mean, this looks insane. Let's try. We had news, but honestly, I think this episode is going to be Chop Suey, talk about- pregnancy. This is, this is fire. I was going to get some Parmesan and hot sauce, but I feel like after going to Dr. Molly and Dr. Ed, we're going to keep it just to this recipe. Yeah, so we're trying to eat super, super healthy right now. We've been eating all the bone broths like my parents and your mom has made. Yeah, so Eddie's parents came through with the most amazing soup, beef noodle soup, to the hospital for me. They did a clear broth, beef noodle soup. That's probably was incredible with oxtail and shank. Mm-hmm. It was fire. Yeah, my mom's been making avolemino, like Greek soup. We've just been eating, yeah, we've been eating super, super healthy because you're not sleeping when you have a baby. So we we're like, let's prioritize food. And we've been heavy on the Erewhon juice, heavy on the bone broths and the soups. I haven't even had like a late night ice cream moment we haven't eaten no ice cream i thought i would be like celebrating you know and doing shit. yeah really... like eating crazy we did order so i gave birth at 2 a.m and then everything happens they get you in your like your room and you're finally settled that was around like 5 a.m and we ordered just like chocolate chip pancakes and all this crazy shit yeah we ordered um, yeah we went we went in but like much deserved and you should and then we shut it down shut it and down. we were like hell as well. And now we're eating this, which is like a little bit naughty, but... Not even really. Like, Guy Fieri kind of came through with this. The only thing naughty in here for me is like macaroni, which mm-hmm. is fine. It's not gluten-free, but I'm I'm feeling this dish. I had one taste of it. Okay. It needs a little more salt. That's all I would say. Oh, they did say this. This mm. one, I forgot. They said to add a hint of sugar, which we will add through agave. Okay. Just a touch. There you go. Yeah, I feel like that might set it off. That's going to set it off. All right, let's mix that in. Touch of agave. 
This is my first time seasoning this, so I maybe had under season, but. The agave did it. Yeah. Like I would even add maybe a little bit more. I'm not going to, personally, okay. just like I'm breastfeeding, you know? Yeah. Um, but if you make this, definitely, I would go a little harder on the agave because it really does set it off. Yeah, and if, if you're, you know, not breastfeeding, you don't give a fuck, I would throw some jalapenos in this. I would chop up yeah. some jalapenos. Parm for sure. Yeah, I would do I would do the parm. This is good cheese. though. This is good otherwise. I'm still enjoying it. This feels like your like dope auntie made this and came through to like your backyard function. Mm -hmm. And like made it hot. It came in hot, served immediately. It just reminds me of like being outside. Being by a pool, like maybe like mild Fourth of July vibes, maybe because it's like very American. Yeah, this is this is fly shit. Yeah. Honestly, Guy Fieri don't miss. When it says an American chop suey, I was like, this is a fucking joke. Like, this is crazy. But when you taste it, like, oh, I get what they're saying. This is like an American twist on chop suey. It's very much like if you go to Memphis and you get barbecue spaghetti. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or like Cincinnati, you get skyline chili. This is better than Cincinnati chili. I have to say that. I've never had Cincinnati chili. But it does feel like if there was more of like a broth to this, it would be a chili. Mm -hmm. Like it's like chili without like soup, I guess. Like when we go to Mayor's house, I'm bringing this because it's very like an offshoot of Coney Island chili. Like how he like a Coney dog. Yeah. This this is kind of like so similar. Would that just be meat sauce on the hot dog? Mm-hmm. That's so fire. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like this though. Yeah. I'm into this dish. It's not something we would like eat usually, but it's fun. And in a and funny way, it. they call it American chop suey. But the way my mom made spaghetti was kind of like this. Mm -hmm. Like she just put it on spaghetti. Yeah. Just like a meat sauce with veggies like on mm -hmm. spaghetti. Yeah. There's... um. I mean, yeah, I guess it's like everyone has their own version of bolognese, like their own meat sauce that they use on their spaghetti in their family. I feel like families have specific recipes mm -hmm. that they do. Like we did one and I don't even know what it would be <clears throat> comped to. All right. You know what I would do with this dish? <laughs> I would add some jalapenos to make it naughtier and yeah. dirtier. Then I would mix it all up with shaved, big shaved chunks of Parmesan. Mm -hmm. And then bake it in the oven yeah. with shaved Parmesan on top. Mm -hmm. So it's like a baked ziti with baked American chop suey. That would go yeah. crazy. Yeah, I would make, yeah, cheesy as fuck. Yeah, I like cheese. I like a cheese pull. I like a cheesy nacho. I would want to cheese this out. Mm -hmm. And then that would be incredible to me. But I really like this. Mm. This reminds, it's kind of like refreshing without the cheese and the jalapeno, like in a weird way. It's a meat sauce. It is heavy, but it's like, mm. again, like it reminds me of summer. I fuck with it. But I like your Leon vibe. You came through looking like Leon from Curb. We're gonna we're about to be living in bathrobes. So if you have like a baller bathrobe recommendation, my main priority right now for like shopping is baby stuff. And I wanna find the most luxurious, incredible bathrobe to live out the next month in. Speaking of product, I almost forgot. This product has changed my life and they're the new advertiser on the pod, Magic Mind, mm. all right? So I'll tell you guys this. I haven't been getting much rest since the third trimester. I had yeah. a lot 
of work to do, been working on some stuff. Mm-hmm. And coffee was getting me too dehydrated and cracked out and also activates my IBS. So mm-hmm. I was drinking like three to five espressos a day. Yeah, crazy. I, I got sent this Magic Mind. And Magic Mind doesn't replace your caffeine. It like help. It's almost like helps your caffeine do better for you. It's like you. a supplement. I feel like you like digest your caffeine better. And yeah. it like, you know how you have spikes with coffee where you like have a coffee, then you're shaking and then you crash. I feel like with the Magic Mind supplement, it's like you have your coffee and you have a steady flow of energy throughout the day. Yeah. It's very steady. This is crazy. I don't know if the company wants me to say this, but I will, this is the best analogy I could give you. If coffee <laughs> is Molly, Magic Mind is acid. So you candy flip it. And it's like, you know how like when you are Molly and sometimes it's a little too speedy and you get locked jaw, you start fucking grinding your teeth. Like I lost a canine, like part of my canine once. But then if you do like a tab or you do some shrooms, your vibe starts to chill out. And now you're on cruise control. That's what Magic Mind has literally been doing for me. I'm more focused. I don't have caffeine spikes. Yeah. I'm not dehydrated. This thing has matcha in it, ashwagandha, and also this like really popular herb. Yeah, it it's like Rodelius rosea. And then there's also lion's mane, which is just yes. great for cognitive function. I take lion's mane all the time if I really need to focus and like get a lot of work done because I have ADD and it's the natural answer instead of taking something like Adderall, take lion's mane yeah. and it's in there and it really does help you focus. For me, you related to drugs. I related to just having like the most amazing matcha I've ever had that just perfect dose of caffeine mm-hmm. where you're just riding the nicest way of no spikes, no dips. Just it's like mad adaptogens in yeah. it. But it's I'll good say for you. <clears throat> It is the thing that levels out your caffeine, yeah. keeps you focused, and relieves a lot of stress and anxiety. Like, yeah. It's great for us, too. Like, new parents, I feel like it's perfect. I'm breastfeeding. I sh- probably shouldn't be having that much coffee, and I love a ritual in the morning, so it's kind of nice to just have something and pour in a glass to replace coffee. And I you c- still get a good feeling. Yeah, I want to say this. this it's, for me, it replaces two-thirds of my caffeine usage. This is how I use it. Yeah. It replaces two-thirds of my caffeine usage because it keeps me from spiking, it keeps me from falling, and it keeps me centered. And I highly recommend this product. The best part is there's a money-back guarantee. And with our code, separate bedrooms 20 you get 56% off. Mm-hmm. So try this shit. Support the pod, support Magic Mind, but honestly, support yourself. I really, really think you're going to love this product. We get a lot of offers for ads. We don't do them all. We try the product first. Yeah. Magic Mind, I fuck with it. It's incredible. Is there any, any, give me, give me like one new, one or two, three news. There's actually like some news we can talk about. I don't really have much to say. I will say congrats. Nelly and Ashanti are back together. I love that for them. Ashanti Binfly. Mm-hmm. All right. Ashanti was one of those shorties back in the day that you knew she was thick just from looking at the knees. I was like, yo, her knees are thick. Yeah. Like, I remember going to MTV because my boy worked there and Ashanti was on one day. And we were just like, yo, Ashanti is crazy. But she's, like, she's, she's aged. She's kept it together. Yes, she is aged she's incredibly. So I'm not sure how old she is. That I saw a photo a of her and I was like, damn. I was like, she looks good. Ashanti bad. 
Nelly came back. Yeah. Like, I love a reunion. Love it. Love Especially it. after summer breakups. I feel like every celebrity couple has broken up this summer. But Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner stepped out at the US Open looking, I think, cute as fuck. I think they're cute. I'm into yeah. it. And I, I do like that Kylie is like off her whatever fashion she's been doing, like the Balenciaga, mm-hmm. like the, the, how do you pronounce the Marseignee? You know, yeah, yeah. She's been doing like that? a lot of like Mugler and she's been doing a lot of yeah. like she always kept it like kind of um turbo. Yeah, like she turbo. was giving yeah, she was giving the most elevated IMG a girl you could possibly yeah. be. Like yeah. Like she was doing like couture IMG. Couture IMG. And now she's like taking a page out of Chris's playbook, and I'm like, this is a better look for you. She's in her cottage core era, it's kind of fly. Yeah. She's in like flowy dresses. Yeah, I both, think she looks good. Everyone was like, she looks like his mom. And I'm like, she looks like a hot fucking stepmom. Oh, you're saying cottage? No, when they were at the US Open, she looked like she was in like a Kris Jenner, like turtleneck and sunglasses kind of a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was doing that. But mm-hmm. she's been like, I've been like creeping her Instagram and she's been doing like Doan floral dresses. She's like having picnics in France, yeah. and, like making pizza in Italy. It's really cute. I'm into it. She's a hot. She's a hot mom, and everyone's like, she looks like a stepmom, and I'm like, yeah, because he looks twelve. That's yeah. not her. She's hot. He looks twelve. They they're cute. I just like when celebrities aren't doing exactly what is hot and popping, and every stylist is trying to do like be idiosyncratic, do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I kind of like that. She's just like in her mom's bag. Cottage glory, like unexpected for her. I like that. Yeah, I'm into like, it. I'd rather some unexpected fashion. I'm into it. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, um, paper straws, horrible for you. Stop using them. Let's go back to plastic. There's yeah. like forever chemicals in paper straws that are horrible for you. You shouldn't be ha- you shouldn't be using them. I don't know if we've resolved the plastic straw issue. They said paper straws and bamboo straws are they're out. They're I, bad. You're not gonna like this. I don't fuck with straws. I just don't need straws unless I'm drinking oh. boba tea. And then, like, I would gladly give up boba to save the planet. I'm just not a straw person. But, like, that's more dude-ish. I'm you know a, what I mean? I'm a glass straw at home. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I enjoy a glass. I like a straw. I do. There's certain you drinks. Straw. There's certain drinks that I want to drink out of a straw. Like, if I'm out and I get a nice coffee, I want a straw. A matcha, I want a straw. A Diet Coke with, like, in a fountain soda cup, I want a straw. Like, movie. I'm not going to be up in a movie, like, not having a straw. It's See, just not going to happen. Like, I want to save the planet. I really want to save the planet. But I do feel like we should have technology that we can just, like, make a straw that's not plastic, that is environmentally safe and doesn't have forever chemicals in it. Like, I feel like we're at that point. It's a little disappointing that we're not. I'm convinced we have the tech to clean up the earth yeah, and do everything just... the right way. But because these companies make a ton of money mm-hmm. selling us trash, they're just going to keep doing it. It's the same old shit, you know? Mm-hmm. You know. I um, feel like there was some other news. There's a lot of other news. I mean, Danny Masterson got... Oh, my God. ...sentenced to, I think it's 30 years to life, potentially, in his rape case, which is insane that that happened. It's incredibly hard to take a case like that to trial because there needs to be an overwhelming amount of evidence so it doesn't turn into a he said, she said with these things. So 
I think it's clear what has happened. There's a lot of controversy right now. I think um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis stepped out and they wrote a letter in his defense just claiming that he's a good guy. They had an amazing experience working with him on that 70s show and that he's just a good guy. And, I mean, the internet is tearing them apart, rightfully so. Kind of fucked up. Like, you can be a good... You can know somebody as a good person and they can still be horrible in their life to other people and they can still be a rapist or an abusive person or, you know what I mean? Like, everyone gets a different side. And um, I don't think... Yeah, and usually you do get another side. Like, most people aren't going to show that side. Right, to the everybody. Batman shit. Like, they're not going to show it. Yeah. Funny enough, he showed it to Conan O'Brien. You know, like... Yeah. When he's on the Conan O'Brien show, he tells a joke about balls and Conan is like, yo, dude, like, you're going to get in trouble for that. You're going to get caught one day. And yeah. that's been circulating. That's been very interesting. I'll say this as a former attorney who worked at the Innocence Project. My job there was to try to locate DNA evidence through kits, like rape kits, mm-hmm. to get people, you know, to reopen the case and see if they were innocent. Mm-hmm. That is a great program. It has to exist. There are so many wrongful convic- convictions. Yeah. On the other side, I will say... To convict someone of this standing with this sort of financial backing is quite hard to convict. Yeah. Like, you have to have quite a bit of evidence. Right, that's what I had always thought. It's like the evidence needs to be overwhelming to get it to the point to which you're in trial, right? Yeah, and and I will also say most, not I won't say most, a lot of women who are victims of sexual assault do not want to talk about it. They do not want to participate in the trial. So... It also takes time. Some people don't realize in the moment or there's an element of, I don't want to say denial, but it takes time to kind of realize what happened to you and like that it it was a situation where it, it, abuse was yeah. had. Yeah. Like, I know like a lot of people is frustrated with like cancellation in the like woke school universe we live in, but mm-hmm. I will say this, man. When there are multiple women... Someone's convicted through our court system. That is not an easy thing to do. There's no. quite a bit of evidence. Yeah. So, you know, that's all I got to say on it. What a lighter note. Aaron Rodgers. Oh my god. his shit up, guys. Yo, He's pray for Jet fans. his shit up. Pray for all the Jet fans. This dude lasted four snaps. Oh. All right. What's a snap for like the people like me? Hike. You know, like four, literal four plays. Got it. The dude got zero yards. His Achilles exploded. And now, you know. So explain to me, like, I know an Achilles, that's pretty serious. Is he out for the season? Out for the season. Done. And it can be like your career. That's crazy. That can be your career. Like, Kobe never really got back to Kobe after the Achilles. When did he... Snap his Achilles. He At what point in his, his career? Achilles out, I believe, two years before his final year. Damn. So I think Kobe had two years after the Achilles. Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback. You can make it back, but yo, the Jet season is on life support right now. That's and like crazy. Jet fans, like my man Raf, has been waiting 30, 40 years to be this excited for a Jet season. Oh no. And then I believe he had some chores to do in the house. Missed the first quarter of the game. By the time he turned it on, Aaron Rodgers was dead. That's devastating. The Jets season was basically over. I got to say, yo, Raph, I love you, dog. 
You should have watched the game. You should watch the game. That's devastating. Like, I couldn't imagine if one of my girls got taken out of The Real Housewives, like, see, new season episode one. And I was like, she's she that bitch. Watch. And then she got, like, arrested and I wasn't watching or some shit. I'd be like, yeah. fuck. Like, bro, you, you kind of needed to be there for your team. That's wild. So, okay, he's out. What does this <laughs> mean? Like, is there a backup? Is there, like, the what, what happened? Zach Wilson, who was just a straight Bummingtonian. Like, Damn. terrible, terrible bum. Damn. Fuck. The Jets are looking at some of the old commanders quarterbacks like Carson Wentz. It's that dark. I don't know who Carson Wentz is. Remember the quarterback for the commanders last year I was yelling at and throwing shit at the television? Sure. That's Carson Wentz. For sure. Mm -hmm. But like in the most incredible situation, the commanders played Sunday. The Raiders played Sunday. Commanders is his team. Raiders is our Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew the Raiders our and Jets is my second, third team because my friends like them. Yeah, but so the Commanders and the Raiders team. came through back-to-back -back wins on Sunday. We had our first football Sunday at the house with our baby. It was amazing. We just hung out and watched football. Both Senna's of, good luck. Both our teams won. It was amazing. Senna's also an IBS baby. We got to announce. Wait. Senna came out. He pooped on himself. Yes, he pooped on himself. Also, yeah. my mom just texted me. He pooped. Oh, we were waiting for him to poop. Big poop. He pooped on the pod, <laughs> like father, like son. Yeah, and he has this the stinkiest farts, and he just be farting all the time. I'm like, damn, you really your dad? Like, yeah. He just said, like, I'm I'm my dad. He's cute. He got explosive farts too. He farts and you feel it. Through yeah, the diaper. I'm like, Bro. you hear it. It's like, Broop. and I'm like, whoa. And it stinks. I'm like, you and they even stink. Eat yeah. I was like shook a little bit at the pediatrician because he was farting and I was like, oh my God, they're going to think I'm farting. Like it sounds, it sounds like an adult fart. It sounds like I was ripping ass and I was like, fuck, like whatever. I don't care. It's fine. It I could be me. Baby. It could be me. No, it was him. Yeah. I don't know, man. American chop suey. This might be a new hitter in our house. Mm. Mm. This would be fire cold too. You know, leave it in the fridge, have like mm. a cold pasta salad mm. moment with it. Mm. I would do a lot with this. So good. That is our episode this week. We love you guys. Thank you for all your support. There will yeah. be more Santa updates. More baby updates. Mm -hmm. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.